0: we Recording, do you see my do we have the waves? waves? Is it all there?
1: Okay, things are happening.
0: Okay, sounds good. Come over, have a seat. Welcome to the
1: freak show. I mean, hello, hi, it's Lily and Mikey <laughs> or Mikey and Lily. Come on, <laughs> hey guys.
0: Sorry, we, uh, we've been a bit busy lately. I went to Disneyland, he did <laughs> with my children. That place is crazy, man. Tell us, Michael, is it as expensive as it seems?
1: It's the most magical place on earth and one of the most expensive. (laughs) But I'll have to say, and this is not a Disneyland plug. If you have kids, Genie Plus, I'm just saying, no brainer. (laughs) Pay the money.
0: Awesome. (laughs) So we decided to make up for it. So we are recording two episodes today. Yeah, because uh, we feel like if you had to wait, you should still get what you uh, deserve.
1: Yeah, working a little overtime.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm going to do one that's a little more serious, and then we're going to throw out one that's a little more playful. Sounding good?
1: Why so serious? (laughs)
0: Because, you know, I like to bounce around topics.
1: We just kind of jumble and rumble. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, this one kind of ties a little bit into something else that we talked about before. And I'll uh, circle that back around later. But we're going to start out with talking about May 31st, 2014 in Waukesha, Wisconsin.
1: Wisconsin? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to go to Wisconsin. You know, that's
1: one of the most beautiful places on the planet I hear.
0: I've been there. Well, not, not that area, but I was in Madison.
1: Don't they make lots of cheese and stuff?
0: <laughs> yeah, they have brats. Ooh. And they have beer-soaked brats.
1: Even better.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Excellente. Yes. So, we're going to dive into a little of true crime today, and... Uh, This starts out with the story of three 12-year-old girls.
1: Is it truthful crime?
0: (laughs) It's very true. Hence, true crime? Hence, true crime. (laughs) You're so clever. (laughs) So anyways, these three girls were all friends. Two of them had known each other since kindergarten and had become best friends in fourth grade.
1: Seems like yesterday, fourth grade.
0: Uh, Not to me. For me,
1: it was 1996, Uh, the Utah centennial year.
0: To me, that seems like a gajillion years ago. But uh, the the girls that we are talking about, we have um, Morgan, Anissa, and Peyton. They're actually cute names. Yeah, I know, right? And they're... Cute little twelve-year-old girl. Morgan
1: Peyton and Anisa.
0: <laughs> Peyton. Payton! Peyton. There we go. Get it right. Get it right.
1: The vocals don't always listen to the brain.
0: That's nah, true. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> so anyway, um, Anisa was a later comer. When uh, sixth grade came around, Morgan met Anisa. They rode the bus together. Before that, she'd just been really good friends with Peyton. So she brings her into the friends circle. Okay. And they're all kind of being friends. And Morgan gets really close with Anissa. They live a little closer together. Anyway, Wait, so remind
1: me which one. So the newcomer is? Anissa. Anissa. hmm Okay.
0: Okay, and Morgan and Peyton have been friends. So they've had
1: a two-year history
0: yeah of being best friends, but they've known each other since kindergarten, oh so okay. yeah, fourth grade was where it got serious for them, okay <laughs> so it's uh Morgan's birthday, and you know, as girls like to do at the age of twelve, they decide to have a sleepover party for her birthday. Woohoo,
1: I know right? I love sleepover parties
0: <laughs> I used to love them too. I remember when. I had a big sleepover party when I was around that age, and I ended up getting sick, and I had to cancel it. I was so sick, like, with the flu and puking, and oh. I was so sad, because I was looking so forward to that sleepover party. <laughs> Man. I know. I was robbed. I was robbed of a childhood experience, or maybe a murder experience. I mean, I don't know. Unless murder doesn't happen here. Ooh, <laughs> I said true crime. I did not specify. <laughs> You know how I like to keep you guessing. hmm So anyway, they have their sleep overnight. Everything's going well. They're running around in the morning, giggling, chasing each other. After breakfast, they decide to go over to the park to play. Right?
1: Nothing wrong with that?
0: No, not at all. Three that sounds like a very nice place to
1: play at the park.
0: <laughs> Flash forward. A bicyclist. Sees a little girl on the side of the road in the grass and she seems to be covered with blood. He goes over and he checks on her. He's not sure how much she's hurt, but he calls 911.
1: This is going south really fast.
0: Yes, very. <laughs> and I know I laughed, but it is like seriously going south. So oh, Okay. Anyways, she gets ran off to the hospital. And you know, they're reaching out. Turns out Little girl's name is Peyton. Uh-oh. So they start reaching out to the families and, you know, realize they're missing two girls still. Where is Anissa and Morgan? Nobody knows, right? Hmm. Problem. So everybody starts looking. Turns out, though, when they pick up Peyton, she tells the ambulance drivers that her best friend did this to her. What? Yeah. So she gets rushed off to the hospital. She's pretty messed up.
1: As you would imagine?
0: Yeah. and I, I mean, 19 stab wounds messed up. Oof. Yeah. So if so one- So we have got
1: one dead or the one that has 19 stab wounds?
0: There, so far, all I've told you about is one with 19 stab wounds who said her- her friends did this to her. Her okay. best friend did this to her. Okay. So one of the stab wounds was so bad in the chest that it ha- if it had been a hair width deeper, she would have died. It Oof. got through to, like, where the, um, the heart is but didn't, like, break the actual veins. But it was, like, to the heart tissue. Wow. So, when like, she would have, if it had gotten hit, uh, had a heart attack and bled to death. Jeez. Okay. So she ends up at the hospital. Now they're all like, where the heck are these girls, right? Yeah. So they start looking everywhere. Well, they find them on the side of a freeway. Well, a lot further off. They're just kind of sitting there. So, like,
1: not walking distance, or?
0: (laughs) Like, it would have been five hours of walking distance away. Okay. Okay. They've got backpacks with granola bars and water, you know. They were prepared for a long journey, and they don't really make a fuss. They let the police pick them up, Mm. and um, they seem a little oddly calm. And uh, the cops are just like, what the heck is going on here, right? So they, they, have a, they don't have a law there about questioning children um, with the parents there. Oh, okay. They feel like if the parents are there, a child won't be as candid.
1: So as long as they read the Miranda <laughs> rights, they are privy to whatever they divulge.
0: Of course, because a child completely understands the Miranda rights, right? Yeah.
1: I'm sure they fully understand.
0: Of course they do. Mm -hmm. So um, they drag these girls in, and they're trying to figure out what the heck happened, right? Well, the girls don't really hide what happened, and they both kind of just, like, start talking right off the bat. Okay. Okay? So one of them even asked is Bella okay? Because they called her Bella. That was her nickname. And the cop's like, why, you know, why you asking? And she's like, oh, you know, like I was just wondering. And you're sitting there thinking, okay, (laughs) supposedly she said you stabbed her and you're just like kind of wondering if she's okay or not. It's like crazy. So basically... This is what went down.
1: Okay. Spew.
0: <laughs> Spill it. Yeah, and it, it gets even more interesting, too. It's another one of those, like, gems where just when you think you found out enough, there's more.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm
0: not joking. And it's okay. just going to keep getting weirder. So, turns out that these girls had gotten into creepy pastas. Now I brought this one up when we were talking last time because we talked about a creepy pasta. Oh yes, Candle Cove. Yes, the Cove. yes. and the not the
1: <laughs> psycho fake puppet show that freaked me out.
0: Yes. So you know, I I don't not like not all of them are obviously going to be creepy pastas, folks. But we did like kind of touch on this, and I thought I also want to do you know we want to do uh, true crime. So I thought that this would be like where to go next. Um, and behold, we are <laughs> here. We are are here. <laughs> so the girls said that they did it because Slenderman told them to.
1: Slenderman. Yes.
0: So Slenderman is another creepy pasta.
1: Not from Candle Cove.
0: No, this is a different one. So I found out today what an actual creepy pasta is. Okay. Okay. So, creepy pastas are basically stories that people make that people copy and paste. Creepy pasta. That's why the pasta. It's uh, not about eating. We thought it was about eating. Here
1: we thought there were noodles yeah. involved. There were lots of noodles. Creepy ones at I that. I even made a comment in the other episode. I'm <laughs> like, oh, it sounds like something you'd order a Italian restaurant in October. Yeah. I'll take the creepy pasta. Exactly. So basically, uh,
0: you know, here we are. In the land of creepy pasta.
1: Copying and pasting.
0: Yes, because the story is nice enough that it's worth doing that with. And there's a guy who, uh, it was a film project for school. Um, so, this his- already
1: sounds like a horror movie, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, it, you just wait.
1: Like one of those late night shows where oh, yeah. you're up way too late and you start watching it and you keep watching it and you don't even know why, when you should be going to sleep and you're like, I don't know why, but I can't stop watching
0: exactly, so sometimes real life is freakier, you know it's freakier than something you see in like I've ran into quite a few stories where I'm like, dude, that's like i that's worse than anything I could have thought about in a movie, and it's
1: it's real life and someone's actually doing it
0: yeah, so this is this is one of those stories. It's absolutely disturbingly fascinating and sad, so Basically uh Anisa's dad got her a tablet for I believe Christmas. Um, and she was super excited. And
1: and Anisa's not the one that got stabbed. No. Sorry, I'm still trying to like it's
0: okay, we'll get this
1: compartmentalize up. <laughs> everything here. It's
0: okay. Just think of Peyton Payne. She suffered pain.
1: I'm I'm just already thinking clue. <laughs>
0: Peyton yeah. so, at the one? park with the knife. No,
1: read it. I know I'm right.
0: Peyton's Pay- the one who got stabbed. Oh,
1: <laughs> she stabbed herself in the park with a knife. <laughs> all right. Okay. Sorry. It's Continue. Okay.
0: No, you're, it's all right. I like the clue reference. One step Beep. at a time. <laughs> so anyway, she um she got this uh, tablet. Her parents actually were very. You know, on it parents. Her dad said that their doors were only allowed to be closed when they were changing and showering, and otherwise they should be cracked so they're not, like, up to no good. And, Mm -hmm.
1: you know. um, They're being monitored.
0: Yeah, just, like, he felt like they were making sure everything was okay. Well, she found these creepy pastas, and she started showing them to Morgan. Mm-hmm. And no, these are the two that just met in sixth grade on the bus. Right. Anissa and Morgan. Uh-huh. Okay. So they got really into Slenderman. Okay. And I want to give you a little, you know, touch on the Slender, because if you don't know what Slenderman is, that's not cool. It's I It's mean, not a
1: Slenderman.
0: Well, these girls obviously, like, stabbed their friend for Slenderman, right? So you probably should kind of know.
1: I'm not so sure it was obvious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's not at all. <laughs> not at all. So, basically, um, Slenderman is supposedly, he's like that white-faced fellow. You might have, like, chance seen him when you were on the internet with really long arms that has on a black suit. And it's just, like, a white-faced head. And he has, like, tentacles coming out of his back. He's usually, like, super tall. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. It is said that he is anywhere from 6 to 14 feet tall. Does that remind you of anything? Bigfoot. <laughs> 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 yes. But not, well, I mean, if there was a 15-foot Bigfoot, then Slenderman has nothing on him, right? Right, right? Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, to give you a little sample, here is a... I like
1: samples. <laughs>
0: Here's a little poem, because you would not believe how much fan art and little stories and videos people have posted of this. Like I said, it was a guy's film project. Okay. Where he just basically made these pictures with this character in the background with children and said that it was something that, you know, fed off children and was, like, evil. It was, like, his story, and it took off. And, like, this will give you the best, like— Take you to that place, like start. So this is a poem someone wrote, and we will put the link. I'm getting see link. Rink <laughs> the rink in the bottom. Um, it says, "Do you wish to ramble in the woods? If you do, you will not wish you would, because waiting there for you is the tallest brute. He's dressed in black suit, and he is gruesome. You will not deny." People stay home at night since they are weary. They know the, wor- uh, the woods are scary. He will come out at night to give you a fright. When you see him, you'll quicken your pace to escape from a man with no face. He kills in a way no one can. you the man, slender man. He is a fable. He is a legend. He leaves you in a situation you cannot amend. Once you see him, there's no hope. He will chase you until you choke. He can catch you with one of his six arms. Nothing will save you, including your good luck charm. He won't listen to your plea and staple your corpse on a tree. I am telling you this tale, no one else can, because I am the feared Slender
1: Man. The Slender
0: Man. The Slender Man. So. That was a
1: beautiful poem. I
0: know. I thought that they did a good job. Quite, I wanted to up give uplifting. them props.
1: Makes me want to hug someone. So I like, I shoo. I want to like help an old lady cross canana. the street.
0: I'm not sure. I'm, not, I'm sure I butchered his name. But anyway, we'll put, that, we'll put the link. You want to help an old lady across the street? <laughs> you know, do I mean, a good kind of, turn. That's kind of brutal. I mean, like we just talked about this thing that hangs I'm, dead kids I'm, in I'm, trees. I'm,
1: I'm just talking about how uplifting it was and how it wants to. It, 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 it's lifted me. <laughs> you raise me up. You know, like. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Okay. So I can be stapled on trees. There we go. Yeah. I think you're feeling the slender, man. You might be the next person who tries to be his proxy, right? No. So what's, that's what the girls claimed, is that uh, they had to prove themselves to Slenderman um, so that they could be one of his proxies. And, and
1: we're sure they have normal parents.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to get into that more later.
1: They weren't abused, were they? <laughs> like No, they
0: were not abused. That I can say without spoiling.
1: One would think a normal... You know, typical person (laughs) wouldn't be like, let's stab our friend for the Slenderman. That's true.
0: So, yeah, basically Slenderman, there's a lot of different stories, especially because people just kind of ran with it. Like this thing, they have video games now. They have a horror movie. We can watch it sometime. And um, It's interesting
1: you brought that up because I think I've heard that or seen it somewhere. So okay, so
0: okay, it's like got a huge following. People have even made like songs. It's like huge.
1: Should I write a sonnet? Do it to the slender man. Do it.
0: Sing about it. So anyway, they say usually he uh, goes for only children, and he'll somehow entrance them to where they can't run away.
1: Seventeen, and their birthday isn't until tomorrow. They are still the potential victim. Yes. Yes: Okay.
0: Not only that, if you got obsessed or starting to think a lot about Slenderman, you might start seeing him and then he might come for you. But <laughs> yeah, I know. So anyway, he hangs out in the woods. they say he has a mansion out there. That's what the girls were trying to go. They: A mansion,
1: went, not a little cabin.:
0: <laughs> No, it's Slender. it's the it's the Not man- a cottage. No, but this is the best part. It's the mansion where all the creepy pastas live. It's Slenderman's mansion where all the creepy pastas live. That's what they told the cops.
1: It's like the horror version of the Playboy Yeah. mansion. Now, what
0: I want to know <laughs> is <laughs> Well, not only that, like why do 12-year-old girls want to go and live there and serve Slenderman?
1: Hence the fact I question the parents. <laughs> just saying. Why
0: do people always put it on the parents? Like, some kids are just messed up and weird. Maybe
1: they're accidentally feeding them mushrooms and they don't even know. Okay,
0: it is Wisconsin. No, just kidding. <laughs> I love to, all, love to all you Wisconsin people. My youngest was born in Wisconsin. I'm just saying. Never
1: been. Can't b- b- a- I can't vouch for you. You gotta say Sorry. Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Say it right. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, props to you all. And I freaking miss the brats that are soaked in beer. I'm just saying. But anyway, so um, these little girls had decided that they totally believed in Slenderman. They were obsessed.
1: Is it Slenderman or Slenderman?
0: It's Slender, like S-L-E-N-D-E-R. But slender. It, but I'm
1: asking, cat. like, it's, you know, potato. Potato.
0: Yeah, he's... Slenderman? He's quite... Slenderman. He's quite slender, and he's a man. I think you can okay. say both ways.
1: Depending safely. on how quickly you said it. Slenderman or <laughs>
0: Slenderman. Or Slenderman. It just, you know, however you feel like... Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. So, it's not clear. so um, let us turn back to the story. So basically, these girls decided that they needed to kill her. They planned a few months in advance, even um they premeditated kept, yes they kept trying to decide when they should do this so back to that saturday morning
1: after do they the sleepover. Play violent video games no we can't blame it on those for once no thank goodness not this time but you, thank you i but, love those kind of games all right
0: you can still blame it on the internet
1: Yeah, okay. So
0: I, you know, I'm like, you know, like, you know.
1: (laughs) Well, it's the information age, right? How do people get information?
0: Oh, It's the truth. It's the truth. Yes. So, So back to that morning. Go into the park, right? Okay. So they went to the park. And first they took Peyton into a bathroom because, you know, they were thinking that might be a good place to offer. And they chickened out. Neither of them could bring themselves to do it. So um, they didn't follow through in there. So they take her out of the bathroom. Well,
1: at least there's some level of humanity being shown thus far.
0: Well, I think that I remember them saying one of them saying too that they thought maybe you know they it'd be easier to get caught if they did it in the bathroom at the park. So
1: oh, okay, yeah. so <laughs> so I'm not sure. Strike what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> From the record, never mind no they I'm didn't saying. want to get caught <laughs> so then <laughs> there are a lot of germs than a bathroom okay it's true. Could,
0: well, they were even like thinking like the drain could catch the blood, but they couldn't find a drain in the bathroom. that's oh. actually
1: a true part of it as well, okay, that's even more messed up <laughs>
0: yeah, I I know right, so anyway, Damn. I mean come on, I've met some pretty like we were kind of weird when we were twelve, not this weird, but. We were kind of weird. Like, 12 is a weird age. Please?
1: But please don't put me in the same category as these girls. No, we're not even close. (laughs) We're not as bad as them, but we we sure were weird. I I only (laughs) thought about killing someone in a bathroom or in a park. I didn't actually do it. I mean, (laughs) gosh.
0: Um, um, no, I actually never did. I actually never Something
1: did. Something to devote, Lily No,
0: I I was really weird, but in this other is, ways. This is getting
1: really dark, and I don't know how comfortable I am with it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. Please
1: proceed. It's gonna keep getting dark. Oh, no!
0: So, um, they Deeper just. Deeper down the
1: rabbit hole, we go.
0: So they asked Peyton to play hide and seek. And Peyton doesn't really wanna play hide and seek. And they're like, okay, Peyton, if you play hide and seek, then you get to pick the next game. So Morgan says she'll be it. And says, like, come on, let's go hide and runs her into the forest.
1: Mm. So
0: she starts dragging her. Trixie. Yeah. Trixie. She starts dragging her deeper. Sorry, I just had that thing where your throat gets really dry and you're yeah. about to like totally have a cough.
1: It's like, cotton mouth.
0: I didn't do anything to cause that. <laughs> oh, you I have, was talking you too have much. You have been talking
1: a lot. <laughs> Stay tuned. The conversation will okay. continue uh, as soon uh, as continued. she gets the scratchy gone.
0: Sorry, I just didn't. I had to get it now before it turned into one of those coughing fits, you know? So, okay, basically. We do
1: have a production crew.
0: We are in the perfect we spot. We can
1: edit it out. <laughs>
0: We're in the perfect spot for this, though. Yeah. and. I don't think we should edit it out. Why not? It shows we're human. So, anyway. And we're winging it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and into the woods they go, right? And she gets, you know, dragged further and further in by Anissa. And then Anissa tells her that she should lay down on the ground to hide and starts covering her with leaves and stuff. And Peyton's like, That's kind a of,
1: really good place to hide. Okay. <laughs> All right, we gotta find a good spot. Not behind that tree, not in that cavern, or behind that rock. Lay down, just lay down. Hold on. Got some leaves. Think like a chameleon. We're gonna blend in. Let's do this.
0: And then she sits on her. Oh. <laughs> I know, and I, I, you know.
1: This is not her. It's a rock. They, With leaves
0: on it. They don't talk a lot about what Peyton was saying or thinking at this time, so I don't know. But
1: well, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, they don't divulge it. But maybe she had a hard time and didn't have very many friends, and so.
0: So actually, Peyton was the most socially adept. Morgan actually one of the reasons they became best friends was because Morgan didn't have a lot of friends, so Peyton like decided to like get closer to her. And then they became best friends. So, Peyton was really sweet like that. Peyton loved kittens and cats. She was, like, huge. Like, we're talking, like, wearing, like, the kitty um, headbands and, like, loving on the cats. Okay. She was, like, loving cats. So, anyway, Morgan ends up finding the girls. Okay? Because she's it.
1: Yeah. And she's laying on the ground with her friends sitting <laughs> on top of her, apparently. That's a rough find.
0: <laughs> so, um, later, when asked about this, and the girl's describing what happened, this is what uh, Anissa said. She said that they said to play hide-and-seek, and her and Peyton went into the woods, and it was supposed to be, like, lionesses taking down a zebra. She really said that, like literally. Okay. So um, when Morgan found them, she handed the knife to Anissa and said, you do it. You know where all the soft spots are. See, and this is when I'm wondering what Peyton's thinking, because this is never brought up. You know, like at this point, I would have shot up off the ground, and I would have been hauling butts so fast they wouldn't have been able to catch me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you start to say, wait a minute. And maybe it was like that Peyton was like, what the heck is going on? And like super confused. Because these are like her super close friends. Like, that's her friend circle. Yeah. And Morgan's her best friend and just handed Anisa a knife and said, you do it. You know where the soft spots are. And then um, Anissa Sounds gave. Sounds <laughs>
1: like she didn't have the guts oh, to do it. Oh,
0: bad joke. Sorry. Bad joke. Michael, shit. No, <laughs> But, yeah, like, you're kind of accurate in that, so I'm just saying. But anyway, so then um, Anissa gave it back to her and said, you do it. Go ballistic. Go crazy. And make sure she's down. So Morgan says— This is
1: all being said while she's in front of them? Yeah.
0: Laying on the ground. So I don't know, like, if she was just, like, in shock or what, you know— I don't know, but... um, You would
1: think this is when the fight or flight thing kind of kicks in?
0: Maybe she was so scared. Like, I've had times... Like, I had one time in my life where I was scared so bad, I couldn't move, and I couldn't even, like, really talk above a whisper. Maybe she was just, like, in shock, because it's, like, one of those things of, like, this isn't really happening. Like, your brain doesn't, like, register it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be that, where she's all, like, wait, wait. Is this, like, this is a movie? Is this, like, wait, I'm not hearing what I'm hearing now. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that might be what happened because they don't—they honestly don't ever say anything as far as like that. And she even, when she's retelling, there's never anything talked about about that. Okay. So um, Morgan said, I'm not doing it till you tell me to. And Anissa walked five feet away and then said now, and she turned her back. Morgan... <laughs> This part is messed up to me. So I told you that Peyton liked kitty cats, right?
1: hmm
0: Well, Morgan sits down on Peyton's legs, and she says, don't be afraid. I'm only a little kitty cat. Oh. Yeah. No
1: worries then.
0: Yeah. And then she leans in and whispered, in Peyton's ear, I'm so sorry, and then just started stabbing her. Oh. Yeah. And Morgan said later that it didn't feel like anything. It was like air when she was stabbing her 19 times. Mm. Like, this is nuts, right? So she stopped stabbing her. And Peyton tries to get up and start walking towards the road. Anissa grabs her and lays her back down. And that's when Anissa gets some blood on her, before it was just on Morgan. Mm Because, you know, Anissa was just observing. Yeah. So um, she lays her back down, and they said she shouldn't move because, you know, it— It would help, you know, like make her bleed to death basically, and that they would go get help. That she should lay down and stay there because it'll make her bleed out faster, and they were going to get help.
1: Oh, yeah. Nothing like trusting your friends to get help that just stabbed stabbed you. you. I know exactly.
0: I mean, don't worry,
1: I'm a little kitty. I know. That
0: is like. Straight up from a horror movie. I mean, come on. Could that get more horrific to have your freaking best friend crawl on you, sit on your legs and like, or say, don't worry, I'm just a little kitty. And then sit on your legs and crawl up and be like, I'm so sorry, and start stabbing you. Like, uh, that is like insane.
1: Yeah, You couldn't I don't.
0: script it yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. So, um, of course, they didn't go get help. They started heading to um, Nicolette National Forest, which is actually four or five hours drive from where they are. I find it ironic that they walked five hours
1: that's towards really, it. That's a long time. That is. And, so are they thinking at this point they did the deed, they'll yeah. find the—
0: Slender Man, the mansion, yeah, and they'll go be a the proxy, ha- the
1: happy proxy place with all the other,
0: or they can serve the Slender Man who kills children and hangs their dead bodies by on trees. You know, like every everything a little girl aspires for in her life, right?
1: At least you know, <laughs> oh, at the, obviously, at least these two. So Bleah.
0: sad. i mean, like, talk about getting pulled into some dark fantasy world, right? Like, honestly, I mean. Ah, uh, that's just nuts. Like they're I'm okay with people believing in Santa. You know, Santa cuz he's real, of course, and everything and and all that. But like geez, like this is like something really dark. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: I was about to say, you know, I feel like crap and I need to pet a kitty to feel better, but then I realized that that like that she, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: tied in really weird. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah, that no, would be a bad one. Not good.
1: <laughs> yeah. That would be the A option. dog. I need a dog, not a kitty, <laughs> to feel better right now. Uh, okay, yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: like, pretty dark, right? So, anyway, these girls get, you know, found and pulled in. And it turned out that they actually did fall apart at one point. Um and Issa started freaking out at Morgan and saying she wanted to go home. This was all her fault. And Morgan's like, we can't go home because we'll go to jail, we'll go to prison. And I guess Morgan didn't usually cry and started crying too because Anissa had fallen apart and started crying. And Morgan actually called out to Slenderman and asked for help and um, asked... For something, and Anissa pointed out that Slender Man didn't come, and nothing happened.
1: And they shouldn't have stabbed their friend.
0: Well, you know.
1: Bad idea. One
0: of those moments when you realize you were following... Satan. Something, yeah, something else. Something that was not right. Not right at all. Um, so yeah, so these girls end up, you know, in interrogation. They don't have their parents. They're pretty candid about everything that's happening.
1: And they're basically just not holding anything back. They're just telling him. Yeah. What happened?
0: You know, and, um, you know.
1: Like, how do they get these details? They're they're asking what happened? Well, I sat on her and then said. I'm a kitty, and then I said, I'm sorry. And then I started stabbing her. Well, like,
0: some of it was, like, one girl telling what the other girl did because they okay. wouldn't necessarily, you know, say it themselves. But they were they were pretty honest, and at least I'll give them that. Like, of all the things, these girls didn't deny what they did. They didn't, you know— Well, that
1: just even goes to show how real the delusion must have been.
0: Yeah, right? because they probably really felt like— So one of the things—the reason that they felt like they needed to do this was because they thought— um that if they didn't do what Slenderman said, he would hurt them and their families.
1: Whoa. Yeah. So they had no choice. Yeah. They were protecting their- They had to. Beloved ones in their home- Yeah. Even by if sacrificing they, their friends. Yeah.
0: Even if they loved Bella, which is, you know, Peyton, they called her Bella. She It was her nickname.
1: I wonder if their mothers, you know, read a certain book about some sparkly vampires-
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Actually, that might be where it came from. Who knows? But um, Anissa, when she was talking to the cops, she said, is this going to get, or this is going to get me arrested, isn't it?
1: No, we're going (laughs) to let you go. We're going to take you back to the park and let you play with somebody else.
0: Yeah, and that's when she said they had to do it or Slenderman would kill their families and that they wanted to prove themselves to become his proxies. So they admitted that as well. They didn't say it was just because they had to. They said they had to do what Slenderman said, but they had wanted to prove themselves to become his slaves.
1: Yeah. yeah his proxies. Because they want to be admitted to the mansion. Mm-hmm. The most magical place yeah. on earth. Out better in than the Disneyland, middle of the forest. And apparently it's not as expensive. You just have to stab <laughs> someone.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a valid point. I mean... Uh, that's a really hardcore entrance fee. I just have to say. Yeah. So, needless to say, thank God Peyton did not die. And is what happened was after they left. Instead of this time, she must have finally like registered in her brain. Um, instead of just being passive in the situation. Um, she got up and somehow, with 19 stab wounds, she stumbled to a grass area that was, you know, by the that road was, enough that, that, the, that the biker saw her. Wow. And, um, when asked what caused her to do that, like what got her to get up and do that with all those stab wounds, she said. I wanted to live. And it's like, you know, I mean, like, how sad is that? You know, this girl sitting there in the, on the ground, she just, you know, it's bad enough that she got attacked. But it was her best friend and her good friend there yeah. that did that to her. And
1: Ultimate betrayal.
0: Yeah, and like all of the things that you would be feeling. And I mean, the pain, the everything. And yeah, she decided to fight for her life. And she crawled over there, and I'm so glad that she made it. Yeah. And, you know, she deserved to make it. So when they asked Morgan, one of the cops asked Morgan if she felt bad, and she said, I thought about it, but then I decided that remorse would get me nowhere. It's easier to live without regrets. It's weird these 12 year olds are saying these
1: things that was very inspiring oh my. i feel like i can do anything now <laughs>
0: oh my gosh oh and it was a five inch blade by the way oh okay like the actual blade part not the knife yeah handle. so
1: obviously the stab wounds are going to be really deep not yeah not some tiny little pocket knife
0: yeah hence you know like peyton was so messed up she couldn't even talk
1: at yeah, first, it's, it's a miracle that she lived.
0: Yeah. You'd think I mean, that
1: she would have lost too much blood to even walk.
0: Yeah, her freaking heart was exposed, right? Like, that's insane. So, and um, it, was, it was, like, really sad because the first thing that she wrote to her mom is, I want to go home. When can I go home? Like, when she finally could even write something to communicate. That was yeah. what she said. It's like, bless her little heart. So, um, the story, as I said,
1: it thickens. The plot thickens it beyond? It does thicken. It doesn't end with her surviving and her little friends going to jail?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course it doesn't. Oh. Of course. Is, who is the storyteller here? I actually should stop or I'm going to put too much expectations on myself <laughs> from everyone. They'll be like, okay, where's the <laughs> twist? And then the other, where's the extra crazy? So, um, anyways, uh, basically... They decided to try these girls as adults.
1: And they should.
0: Yeah, because they did have the intent.
1: Yeah, it was to, pre, it was premeditated murder. Yeah,
0: and intent to completely kill. Yeah. <clears throat> Turns out though that Morgan is schizophrenic.
1: She's a schizo? Yeah. No.
0: And her father's schizophrenic. Wow. But he's functional. He realizes, he he was saying, you know, in an interview that, you know, you realize not everybody sees everything that you see. And he's like, there's these little fuzzy like rainbow lines I see all the time. And it took a long time for me to realize that not everybody sees these. And he says, but at the same time that I realized that when the devil was sitting in the back seat in the car, that the devil wasn't really sitting in the back seat of the car. But the devil was sitting in the back seat of the car.
1: Mm-hmm. So like
0: it still has like that effect on you to where you're like, holy crap, the devil's right there. And then he but he was meant he was mentally in a place where he realized it wasn't really there and would just, you know, leave it.
1: So did her friends have any idea about this? Did no. she have abnormal, weird? Behavior? Did she ever have like big mood swings or?
0: Um, They had fights that seemed like normal girls would do. I mean, she was a little like she was the kid who didn't cry about Bambi's mom dying. She was just like, Bambi, save yourself. And her mom thought that was a little odd, you know, but I guess um, her parents didn't even realize that she'd gotten the schizophrenia from her father. Like when she was a little girl at like three. You know, she's saying that she's seeing and talking to ghosts and that they were friendly sometimes, but sometimes they pull mm. her hair. But, like, how many kids don't say stuff like that when they're that age?
1: Well, uh, and I guess I don't know a lot about schizophrenia. You have the stereotypical, you know, I'm sure super extreme case where their persona changes, their voice changes, and they refer to themselves as someone else. Yeah. I'm imagining that's not the case here. No. Nothing like that.
0: Mm-mm. Because we're thinking
1: of you know, I, I think of uh, what was that movie that was that uh, they did with uh you know Mr. Glass, the uh, 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 that whole universe it. with, uh, um, Bruce Willis is the hero. Um, then there was the guy that that talked like he was a woman. and He captured that girl.
0: Mm, I'm Man, not catching it.
1: I really felt like I was doing it justice to where you just feel <laughs> to pull it out, but. Talk about a dead end. Um, uh, Michael, uh, you have, oh, yeah, that Bruce Willis
0: film. No, um, I'm sorry. I'm completely <laughs> He's lost. He's like, well, yeah. You might have to Google.
1: <laughs> we'll circle back later. I turned my phone off. Watch. Goose.
0: It'll just come on your head later. Like all of a sudden it'll hit you and you'll be like, bam. And it'll pop out and I'll be like, what? And you'll be like, that was the movie. Yeah. That's what happens to he me. He
1: refers to it as the beast. The beast. Anyway. Mm, I don't know. Okay.
0: Anyway. Okay. Sorry, couldn't help you. Still out drowning. <laughs> Still, <yeah.
1: laughs> Throw me around. <laughs> okay.
0: So, Moving on. So they actually think Morgan purposely kept it a secret, and her dad like said she asked her she'd asked some questions about some stuff once, and oh no, he'd found some searches on it in the computer
1: about schizophrenia. Uh
0: huh. And so he thinks that Morgan knew something was wrong with her and researched it and realized she had it and just didn't say anything. Mm. She was actually a a very smart girl, you know, because you don't have to be stupid to be schizophrenic. And they actually say only 1% of people become schizophrenic. It can be um, usually genetic, tied, and then occasionally, you know, trauma or whatever can cause it. But they say, like, most schizophrenics are not dangerous. It's just when a schizophrenic gets to the point where— whatever voices or whatever they're seeing starts telling them to hurt other people. Yeah. And, you know, with treatment, it's not a problem, but Morgan never got any treatment. So, you know, it didn't help her. Okay. And, um, you know, I guess she also had a a uh, what they call oppositional defiant disorder. And I'm assuming that's exactly what it sounds like, where you don't like you will purposely be defiant to people on an opposite end because you can't help yourself. That's what I'm guessing.
1: Can't help but play the devil's advocate. Oppositional defiant disorder. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So um, they actually, when checking Anissa, decided that Anisa kind of had that um, tendency to like, you know, want to get absorbed into something and kind of let yourself run with the delusion.
1: Uh-huh. Do you get what
0: I'm saying? And it's not even a disorder. It's just something people sometimes do. Yeah. You know, where someone gets sucked into a story and it fascinates them and they just, like, let their imagination go nuts and they just ride with it. Um, mm-hmm. But she isn't psychotic, anything. Like, just a normal girl— and, you know, like, actually, they asked her, um when she was being questioned if this whole thing was Morgan's fault, and,
1: and she, Morgan was the schizo,
0: yeah. And Morgan's the one who actually and Morgan's stabbed the one
1: that actually did the stabbing,
0: yeah. So they asked Anissa if it was Morgan's fault. and i'm I want to, like, honestly bring up again that these girls were extremely honest and did not like a lot of people, you get cornered, you're scared. They throw someone under the bus. And yeah. she said, no, it's not Or they
1: completely lie about it. Yeah. Right? They
0: deny it. Exactly. And she said, No, it's not uh, Morgan's fault. I'm the one who showed her Slenderman, the, the creepy pasta. I'm the one who showed it to her. I'm the one who the,
1: the pulled her rolling. into it. Yeah, she got the ball
0: rolling. Yeah. And
1: and, and there are there are those more obsessive personality types. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, maybe make, it makes me wonder what creates that to where they long for something else, which yeah. makes me wonder if. Something's lacking at home again. Once I brought parents (laughs) before. Well, you know,
0: I think sometimes too, like maybe they were
1: bullied. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think it can be external as well. It's a way to to feel empowered. Yeah,
0: like um, we're so special. Slenderman would accept us as his proxy. He normally kills children. You know, we feel a little socially weird, right? We're gonna
1: go to his mansion and have some tea.
0: Yeah, like think Peyton wasn't really into this, right? Peyton was the one who was. Who got along with everybody just fine yeah. um you know, Anisa was extremely socially awkward, and Morgan also so I think those girls like for them, this was like this fantasy world where they were something special, and you know they you know they they probably had a lot of insecurities and everything else, but they romanticized this story to the point where they literally tried to kill their friend.
1: I mean, I can understand a little bit of like dungeons and dragons, but I, so I, I think this is why people get so addicted to this serial killer story or hey, think hey. no, listen, no, <laughs> because they want to, I don't know what it is about something that's like demented that you don't understand. That you want to understand. Like, it piques curiosity. Yes,
0: so I have Cause I
1: Because I'm like, I swear I'm not some creepy, crazy guy that wants to kill people. But, like, um any shows that involve murder mystery or ser- serial killers, I don't know why, but it, like, it really does suck me in. Oh, heck yeah. Because y- you start to say, okay, wait, this is a real person who... Probably views themselves as relatively normal. Mm-hmm. And they might even say, Well, I'm not a bad person per mm-hmm. se. You know? So yeah, I mean, to, to an extent, you can kind of sympathize or say, Okay, let's try and justify or understand mm-hmm. why they would go to these lengths or do this. Yes. Because someone did, and the yes. reality is they did. So now it's like we're well, like, whoa. Yeah. How? Why?
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, how did? There's a billion people who live in the same situations that they do who don't decide to do those things. What was you that know? one on
1: uh, Netflix? Was it Making a Murderer? Yeah, they have a series. That show, like, yeah,
0: I had I've watched so it. many
1: nights where I should have gone to bed <laughs> way before I started the next after the next episode. Yeah, like, yeah, I, <laughs> I couldn't get enough of that.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, you know me. I love horror movies. I love true crime i love all that weird stuff and i i wouldn't hurt a flea i let people walk all over me in fact a lot of the time wouldn't hurt a flea <laughs> no Even i actually if it don't if they bit you i mean i don't know what about i'd be a tick? like pretty mad oh I, I would kill a tick that guy could give me freaking lyme's disease and or stuff Or a spider no nah, i'm not afraid of spiders
1: my wife's terrified. Yeah. Uh,
0: they live in my house. I give them names.
1: I secretly <laughs> am a little scared, but I act tough and I kill them for my wife. Oh, you're awesome. Yeah. You're awesome. But circling back.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like the I, I totally get it. Like I started studying serial killers in like third grade. You know, I found out about the Holocaust. And then it was like, how could someone decide to do these things? And I just went from there, you know, and I mean, like, I Ted Bundy and um Oh, God, now, of course, his name escapes me because I need it there.
1: This is what happens when you have a live mic.
0: (laughs) The uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Those two are my faves because they're just— They both have something super unique about them, you know? Like, totally—like, Ted was super charming, you know? That guy knew how to—like, his family life was normal. He He, was
1: very charismatic.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, Dahmer— He tried to make human zombies, kept body parts in the fridge, and ate some of them. I'm just saying.
1: I actually have a uh, co-worker who met Ted Bundy. Hmm. Yeah.
0: He was prowling our neighborhood. That's my
1: claim to fame, (laughs) dot, (laughs) dot, dot,
0: (laughs) dot. He was prowling our area when we were kids. He even was up at, like, Snowbird. Thank you for that. I just want you to know. So, anyway, your mom would have been in more trouble than us yeah our mom was quite the looker. she looked pretty young for her age, and you know she still does you know she would have she would have been something he might have eyed out of the corner of his eye, but I think she would have been too smart to fall for it. I hope, yeah anyway, I mean it was pretty tricky to pretend like you're injured and you just need some help getting your keys or something like yeah. he was pretty evil <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, so anyway i possibly could have fallen victim to something like that. That's the thing about these fellows. So you just, you know, you never know. And you're right. It's interesting how people will make these decisions to go these certain ways. So basically, they, they both get locked up. Um, Morgan, you know, she's obviously very schizophrenic. She said that when she was in jail, you know, one night, um, Snipe, from Harry Potter, kept her up till three in the morning talking to her. And
1: she also. Well, maybe <laughs> if she wasn't wandering the halls at Hogwarts and being up to no good, you know, he wouldn't have to.
0: Um, and she said that she wasn't afraid of being locked up for a long time because she could use her Vulcan mind um, to control and escape, um, feel and believe what she likes. And there's this cute picture of her dressed up in a Star Trek like Aww. outfit when she's she was a younger. Trekking. Yeah. So she was I mean it, what she's saying is very sadly messed up. Uh-huh. But she's using her Vulcan powers. I'm sorry. I I kind of had this little part of me that was like oh even though it's like way messed sad. up. Sad. Yeah, and yeah. messed up. And her mother asked her um when she was there, she'd call her every night, you know, to talk to her, and she'd say, "What are you going to watch on TV tonight?" And you're going to
1: watch Slender Man.
0: <laughs> well, no, the it's... horror movie,
1: <laughs> or maybe and, that wasn't out yet. I don't know.
0: And she would say, "It depends on who whose turn it is to decide."
1: Ooh. But she
0: was in a cell by herself.
1: That's so. That's weird.
0: Yeah, and um, she told one guard lady, um, the lady asked her, like, how long she'd been talking to Slenderman, and she put up three fingers, and she's like, three years? And she's like, no, since I was three. So when when Anissa showed her Slenderman, Morgan told Anissa, according to Anissa, that she swears she saw him when she was around five. So obviously, like, whatever was going on in Morgan's head, she made some kind of connection, with Slender Man and something that she kind of seen. I mean, think about it. It's a male figure without a face. Yeah. So I could see how maybe she could have like drawn that from some kind of something in her head from when she was younger. And So it,
1: still no parental details? Um, They're coming. normal parents? Okay. Coming. Because <laughs> I keep thinking about the parents.
0: <laughs> so, um, and, and it was really sad too that her parents showed her like drawings that were really messed up that she made and like, the messed-up Barbie dolls with the ripped-off arms that we'd expect in the room, you know, of this Morgan. Okay. Um, but they also—there was a drawing that it showed her, like, a little kid figure looking at the wall, and she'd written on the wall in her little picture, um, save me from my mind, exclamation point. And
1: I, that's got to be, that's like, really her sad. subconscious crying out for help, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it. She was schizophrenic, you know? I mean— she was having these delusions. She was afraid of Slenderman hurting her, hurting
1: yeah, her family. Her
0: family, everything, you know. I mean, I can only imagine what it was like and, you know, the more they say the more they get into their psychosis, the worse it gets. So, um, I don't know. It's like I don't justify anything they did at all and I feel like she's dangerous.
1: Yeah, obviously she needs to be separated from other people. Yeah,
0: from the pack. You just don't know. But I still feel like part of me feels for
1: her. Well, I, and you do an act like that at such a young age, is there ever any chance that she's going to have any kind of a normal life?
0: Yeah, probably not. Probably not. And yeah. that,
1: that's the part that's really sad. Yeah, exactly. You feel sympathy because mm-hmm. there's still humanity and a person yeah. deep inside of this Crazy situation.
0: Yes, definitely. And they had really cute, her parents had really cute videos of her. I think she was an only child and she was a surprise. And she was absolutely adorable when she was little. And in jail, she was making like, she couldn't have scissors, probably because didn't want her to hurt herself or anyone else. But uh, she'd yeah. <laughs>
1: she sit there and rip. I imagine <laughs> that would be an item you would remove from yeah. the situation.
0: So she'd draw. <laughs> a little- you can't have a knife,
1: but you can have some scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they're dull. <laughs> Valid. But she'd sit there and
0: she'd rip out of paper and make little TVs and computers and paper dolls and food for them and everything. And, you know, Aww. she was still, they're still little kids. It's like so sad. Yeah. So, okay.
1: And this is what year? 96?
0: Um, It happens in uh, here we find May 30th. 31st, uh, 2014 was when it happened. Oh, where did I get
1: 1996 from? I don't know.
0: No, it might have been when... No, because Slenderman wasn't made then. I don't know where you got that.
1: That's okay. I'm not sure. It's
0: okay. You can have it.
1: Unimportant detail. It
0: it can be yours. So, um, anyways, as far as Morgan's dad went, um, he says people will, like freaking call his phone and be like, you and your daughter will burn in hell and, like, all this stuff. Because he, you know, came out about how he was also schizophrenic and how they hadn't realized that his daughter was as well. And, you know, he got really emotional and he was just like, and you know, we didn't know, you know? And, like, she's got sweet sides to her too and I feel really sad because she was lonely in this dark place in her head and I know... Yeah. what this place is like. And he's like, I just wish I could have talked to her about it, like helped her. And he's yeah. like, you know, I'm like- you can
1: imagine the guilt as a parent.
0: Yeah. Well, and they're like, they actually are good people. There was nothing they did wrong. She just had that tendency and somehow the combination and those girls finding, it was like one of those things where it's like the perfectly worst storm. So uh, as far as like um, Anissa's family- uh, Anisa's father He's so heartbroken And crushed Like they thought That they totally knew Everything that was going on With their kids You know He said he'd walk in on her Find her on her tablet And just tell her She needed to go to bed And she'd be like Okay I love you daddy You know yeah. Didn't think anything of it And so it actually got to where uh, They were giving iPads out At school to And he has a son And they were giving one To his son And he was like I don't want my son to have it. He's like, you know, maybe it's like PTSD or whatever. And he's like, but I don't want to put him behind the other kids. And, you know, they have to have him for school now. And he's like, he was just talking about how you're trying to be there for your kid who's in prison, trying to make sure you can call him and go see him. But then at the same time, taking your son to soccer, trying to hold your wife and life together, you know. And then, like, you're scared of the internet. You don't want your kid near it after that happened with one of them.
1: Yeah, it's quite, quite traumatic.
0: Yeah. It's just all around a sad story. And there's, like, no sign that any abuse or anything happened for these girls. If anything that happened would have been, like, external bullying or something.
1: Yeah. You know? Nothing that would come from the home. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And it's really, really uh, sad. Because it
1: is true. You look at a lot of these serial killers and crazy, crazy people out there. They usually come from a place of very strong abuse.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, really So sad. they're kind
1: of the exception.
0: Yeah, they are. And in a sad way. And, like, I mean, I could see how that could be a perfect storm. A girl who's, like, you know, really into, like, diving into believing in the imaginings and then a girl who's schizophrenic. Yeah. You know,
1: and them. Hogwarts and Star Trek, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Professor
1: Snape. <laughs> yeah.
0: So basically, what happened later? Um, Anissa, at nineteen, on September thirteenth, twenty twenty-one, uh, Anissa was released with multiple stipulations to include twenty-four hour GPS monitor, monitoring. Sorry, monitoring required. Um, her not to leave the um, Wakasha County without permission. Um, she will also have her internet usage monitored and will not be allowed to use any forms of social media.
1: So this is after seven years basically being locked yeah. up, Because it happened when they were 12. Yeah. Okay. And
0: she will also be required. Well, you, you would hope
1: that they would be given some kind of chance after that much time. to Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Take, well, and especially. Take a stab at some kind of normal life.
0: Yeah, well, and she's, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, jeez, and you know she's not the one who actually did the stabbing, but I still feel like she's the one who told her, like, go ballistic. Yeah, you know, I mean, so you many, know, she
1: was like the one that didn't want to do, but like apparently she wanted to watch.
0: <laughs> I know. See, I'm just saying. Like, it's still bad, but yeah, they were young. Um, anyways, so she's also required to take medications and will personally be escorted to regular counseling sessions by a caseworker. Um, She will also be required to live with her father during her probation.
1: And this is just last year.
0: Yeah. So um, Peyton's family is a little worried about it um, just because they feel like they don't want anyone else to get hurt, and they don't know that she's safe to be out in society. Um, Morgan, in 2020— and. Appeals to court, uh, sorry, and uh, yeah, appeals to court, it just seemed worded weird, sorry, Uh, rejected Morgan's petition to be retried as a juvenile. Her attorney uh, argued that she had, or she should have been charged with attempt second degree intentional homicide rather than first degree, and argued That Morgan gave statements to investigators before being read her Miranda rights.
1: Well, the defense is always going to take that position of trying to find some, you know, fault on someone else that justifies some kind of sympathy.
0: So he petitioned the Supreme Court of Wisconsin to review the ruling in early 2021 and Wisconsin Supreme Court declined to hear the appeal. Okay. And I don't blame them. So at this
1: point, Morgan's still locked up.
0: Yeah. And well, the thing is, is like, you know, could Morgan ever, you know, like, okay, let's say she's doing really great. You let her out. She's on her meds. What if she stops taking her meds? Like, we already know. She still feels like afraid of Slender Man, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, She actually loves Bella. She still refers to her as her close friend. She said that she didn't want to hurt Bella. She had to do it um, because Slenderman asked her. And obviously she felt a little more, you know, I mean, she a little was more, more devoted to yeah, Slenderman than, what, than her good that's exactly friend. the word I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> so um, anyway, as she said, she admitted that when it happened, part of her want, the evil part of her wanted um, Peyton to die And the other part of her didn't. So, and and like, oh, this is another, I don't know if I told you this. If I did, I'll repeat it. But when um, Peyton was laying on the ground, the last thing Peyton said to Morgan was, I trusted you. And then after that, she said, I hate you. And then she just whispered, I can't see over and over again. This is what Morgan said. Huh. So anyway. No, you
1: didn't mention that. You yeah. told You had mentioned that she said, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, After no.
1: saying she was a kitty.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was the last thing that Morgan knows, you know, that Peyton had said to her. And um, Peyton actually said that she didn't think Anissa should be in prison as long as Morgan, but that she didn't think Morgan should get out. But I don't blame her. Yeah, well, she, You know, stabbed a death by
1: her. Like, she barely survived.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, she was so lucky. And Morgan's lucky she survived. And I know it wouldn't necessarily have changed things for her, but I don't know. Like, she's one of those people where how could you ever know that she would actually be safe in society? That's how I feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what did that do to her mind and psyche and confidence? Yeah. I mean, there are. Mental ramifications she's going to have to deal with for the oh, rest yeah. of her life. It could result in, you know, yeah. lack of being able to trust people in relationships. And yeah, I mean, that's just crazy trauma. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Well, and when they had her locked up before a trial, they wouldn't let her go outside and they had her in a room without a window. But she said she didn't care because she had her friends. And I, you know, I'm just saying, like, it seems like she just would have gone, her mom was saying it was like, She just was put in a situation where she could go deeper and deeper into her, you know, into that place. So I'm like, it's a a sad story, but there's, I feel like there's a lesson here. I feel like it's always good to talk to your kids about, you know, making sure that when they find something on the internet, it doesn't mean it's real. And that, you know. If somebody starts talking weird about stuff around them and if they get a bad feeling about something, you know what I'm just saying? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of a word for a warning in a way. I mean, like the chances that that's a, a regular is not there, but yeah, you know what I mean? I like, guess yep. just something to think about as a parent. You know, we let our kids on the Internet every day. You don't know what they're really getting into some of the time.
1: Yeah, luckily... um, at least... We don't have schizophrenics. Well,
0: <laughs> luckily, my children aren't schizophrenic. That was, no. That was terrible no, for me to
1: say. I mean, I, I was nervous about getting... I have a 13-year-old son, and for his 13th birthday, uh, we got him a phone. Granted, most of his friends had already had a phone at this point. Yeah, I was but late luckily, on that, too. There, there are really good permissions and parental controls. I mean, I can see... Everything he accesses, and I can regulate what he's able to, you know. But it does uh, does make you think, okay, what are my children being exposed to? And uh, how's that going to affect what they choose to do with themselves?
0: Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's the end of this episode. Do you have any, like, ending thoughts? And I know it was, like, a little of a darker one. But I just, like uh, like, this was real life, and that's just crazy. So I just wanted to, like... I thought it would, you know, let's talk it's about it. It's definitely
1: not in the realm of warm fuzzies, Lily. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's. It, you have to go inside. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> Reference to yes, uh,
0: uh, episode of uh, uh,
1: Candle Cove. Three, right? Uh, so, but the reality is, um, we live in a world full of crazy stuff, crazy people. There's exceptionally good, loving, Beautiful people out there. And then there are also people that are really dark, twisted, and messed up. And uh, yeah, it's called the law of opposites where good reigns, so therefore is evil.
0: And the, the people listening, just, you know, if you hear any voice or anything telling you to hurt someone, don't listen to it. Especially if it wants you to
1: take someone out in a park in the woods and stab them.
0: You're not going to like the end. And you shouldn't sit on someone and say that they shouldn't be afraid because you're only a little kitty cat.
1: Anyway, (laughs) have fun, guys. Until next time, maybe the next one will be more fuzzy. Mm. But uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And it's coming. And it's coming. But uh, (laughs) we we appreciate it. We have so much fun talking and... uh, Expressing opinions and laughing, and sometimes saying "Wow," well, yeah, and this and is sometimes one of those saying times. something
0: completely off at the wrong time. It, that's one of the it's one of the fun things. All right, goodbye. Later.